We can't transmit because something else is already transmitting somewhere close. The signal's strong. Train, how would what kind even... of transmission is it? could be a platform, maybe a radio signal. Can we listen to it? Let me get the frequency first. Hold on. Welcome to the weekly Lost Edition of the Generally Speaking Podcast Network. Now, here are your hosts, Stephanie and Cliff. Hello, everybody. I am Jim. And I'm Kim. Uh, Jim and I are two of the Generally Speaking Podcast listeners stepping in to fill the shoes of Cliff and Stephanie this week. Mm -hmm. uh, We're coming to you with a a special podcast. Live from Chicago. Right. Live from Chicago. We are actually in Chicago. Not outside of Chicago. We are in a building in Chicago. Correct. It's nice to be here. Thank you. It's nice to have you here. Very happy to come up to the city today. Uh, it'd be nice if it wasn't 78 degrees in here. We'd be doing pretty good. Oh, it's lovely outside, though. <laughs> yes, yes, it's beautiful. If we could be podcasting outside right now, it'd be fabulous. This sounds like National Public Radio right now. All right, anyways. <laughs> uh, so where do you think Cliff and Steph are this week? Um, I'm guessing they are vacationing in Hawaii and possibly getting it on in a big steel cage somewhere, maybe? Oh, no. I think you're mistaking Cliff and Stephanie for uh, Kate and Sawyer. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. See, my mind is just stuck in the world of that show. See now, it's invading if, my subconscious. If it were Cliff and Stephanie, Pickett would have to come out and you know threaten to kill Cliff. And we don't want that. No, no, no death and destruction on this show. Just within the lost realm. Of course, because there's plenty of death on that show. Right, right. So uh, what we plan on doing in in this episode for you guys is to give you a basic overview and review of season three thus far that's episodes one through six yes yes we are <laughs> can you guys tell that jim is a little nervous no no i am not yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> i'm excited so what we did today is uh, i came over many hours ago to jim's apartment here in chicago and we sat down together and we watched all six episodes of season three and we are fresh from watching L- little hot and humid in here for no other reason other than the radiator. Well, we wanted to make it. We, I wanted to make the temperature seem like we were actually on the island itself because oh. it seems really hot and humid there. See, now, if you had told me, I would have worn more appropriate clothing. Oh, like a tie-dye shirt? Yes. Mm. Sweaty, tie-dyed, stinky shirt. Ew. Or like a Kate sundress. Uh, oh, so girl. the first episode of season three... So the first episode of season three was A Tale of Two Cities. That was, um, here's kind of the, the thing that was on the website. Jack, Kate, and Sawyer are prisoners of the mysterious others. After their captors drug them and take blood samples, they are held in separate areas. The camp leaders, Ben, Henry Gale, Mr. Friendly, and a new woman, Juliet, try to make the castaways adjust to their new circumstances. Flashbacks reveal more about Jack's past with his father and his wife, Sarah. What did you think of that episode? Um, I think it's still the weakest of them all, and I think a lot of that has to do with just the expectations we had going in. I mean, season one and season two were extraordinary in every way, and uh, I think people are holding season three up to a very sort of high pedestal with the other two seasons, Mm -hmm. and I think the introduction to this was, you know, not that enthralling, to be honest, and I think most of that has to do with the fact that I'm just personally sick of Jack flashbacks, especially Mm -hmm. pertaining to his marriage. Okay, so what you're saying is that you expected more action, more adventure, more yes, uh, I'm more a guy. of an anxiety-ridden mm-hmm. episode. Yes, I agree. Something yeah that you know grabs you by the throat. I agree. And this really wasn't. It was kind of a passive episode. I thought. 
Mm. I mean, we're certainly learning more about the others, but not enough, in my opinion. Yeah, I think um, it, it wasn't quite what a lot of us were expecting, as in action and anxiety-wise, for the show to keep us on you know, the edge of our seats and wanting more. Now, obviously, we want more because there's still so many questions, but um, I'm not quite sure how many other ways they could have done this first episode because, yeah, if they had just gone over to the other side of the island with the main group of Losties and focused in on them and, and Hurley coming back and telling the whole story and everybody's reactions, we would have been furious with yeah. the fact that we didn't find out what happened to Jack, Kate, and Sawyer. Now, my big concern is when we get back in February, they're going to go back to the, you know, to the other side of the island and we're not going to learn what's going on with Jack. Like, they're going to leave us hanging in the same way they left us hanging at the beginning of the season with not knowing what happened to Locke hmm. and Echo and Desmond. So I hope they don't leave us hanging when February rolls around in regards to, uh, you know, what what is going on with Jack, Kate, and Sawyer. So I hope they just launch right into it. Well, from what I hear, that's what they plan to do. But then again, every episode is supposed to be the best episode ever. So mm-hmm. we, can't necessarily, we can't necessarily go on that. Um, what is supposed to happen is that the first episode of the second half of the season is going to be a Juliet-centric episode. Which I would like very much. I would like to see some flashbacks of the others. I mean, the first, the first five minutes, as you know, Cliff has said, of the first season, or the first episode of the, you know, the, the third season, great, extraordinary, because it's not something we're used to seeing, the others in the past. And I think that one of the strengths of uh, season two's episode Maternity War was that we were... Maternity leave. Maternity leave, my bad. Um, was that we were uh, going, you know, a flashback was actually taking place on the island itself as opposed to going off the island. And I understand that the flashbacks serve as a backstory and we, you know, the, it gives the characters more depth as we learn more about their past. But at the same time, I'm just, I'm just done with Jack. In his flashbacks. I mean, they have to add something more to his character. I just really did not care about... I don't care about his marriage anymore. So you're thinking that a lot of these Jack flashbacks are not adding to his character and they're not really adding to the storyline? Not particularly, no. Do you think that it's possible that in future episodes these Jack flashbacks could give us more information into the storyline? I'm optimistic. Good. So I, I guess we can move on to the second episode, if, if you want. Okay, unless there was something you wanted to add. Come, we got to have some clashing here. Of some kind. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're, we're half asleep, to be quite honest. Uh, yeah, 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 we are. We, we both have had some pretty long weeks. <laughs> weeks. Well, between yeah. us, it would make two weeks, but... I mean, it's Thanksgiving. We're coming off of Thanksgiving week. weekend, by the way, everybody. Happy so Thanksgiving. I think, yeah. Um, yeah, I think the tryptophan is still in our systems, mm. and we're a little we're a little more subdued than you know, we would a, normally be. I had a turkey sandwich before I left today. Oh, that explains it yeah. completely. I'm sorry, I won't do it again. Yeah. All right. Moving right along, the glass <laughs> ballerina is episode number two, Sun which is Je- much better. Sorry. Oh yes, 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 it is. Uh, Sun and Jin's lives are put in danger when Saeed tries to locate Jack and the other missing castaways. Saeed also creates a plan in order to get the attention of the others on the beach. Yeah. Meanwhile, Henry gives Jack an offer that is very tempting in exchange for his cooperation. Lastly, Kate and Sawyer must adjust to harsh conditions that are being forced upon them by the others. Ooh. Dun, dun, dun. 
Yeah, I'm I just kind of want. Sorry, I want. <laughs> sorry, Steph. Well, I wanted to bring up a uh, kind of a nerdy thing with uh, the very beginning, in that the metronome that Young Sun is playing along with. Um, I believe she's playing on a piano, right? Yes. At the very beginning, mm-hmm. the metronome is set at a tempo of 108 beats per minute. Are you serious? I am dead serious. No. See, How I do you know this because I I have this weird thing with my ears, and I'm a musician, and I know when uh, what particular key a song is playing in when I f- first hear it, so I have perfect pitch, and I can also keep time and i know exactly mostly due to a lot of my music programs who have like you know loop based software and i can adjust the tempo Mm. now my ear is adjusted to tempo speed and i uh, was able to pick up on the metronome speed which is so nerdy oh my god really nerdy but that's totally awesome i i haven't heard anything about that i wonder if anybody else out there oh it's got to be on lostopedia wikipedia or one of those things Mm. they get they're they're nerds too they're obsessed well if it isn't yet i bet it will be now oh yeah Mm. 108 beats per minute Hmm. it's the breakthrough yes okay so and this flashback in this episode was a little more compelling i thought sounds a liar (laughs) Yes, we learned that much too. She's but a she, liar. she's kind of been a liar. Yeah, she really has been, and we didn't really know this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, until you know the first inkling that we got that she was a liar was when she lied about knowing English. Correct. Yeah, you know, she. We knew that she didn't tell Jen that, and now she lied about breaking the glass ballerina and knowing English and having a relationship with this man. Mm-hmm. Mr. Mm-hmm. J, he was such a sweet guy. It, just, it was breaking my heart when Jen was beating him to a pulp. I know. And he was crying. And I'm sitting here going, oh, no, yeah, don't he, kill him. It's so sad. He was very friendly. And I got to get up, give it up for the bald guys. Yeah. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah, I know. You're so nice. Well, that's why Locke is my favorite character. It's Has a lack of hair? To, yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> mm. I wonder how he keeps such a close shave. I don't know. That's a good question. Really sharp and, rocks. Yeah, I mean they all have facial hair, so it's clearly that they don't, you know they don't shave consistently mm-hmm. or anything. Hmm. Don't they all have facial hair? Now that I think about it, everybody, even Hurley, I think he's got sideburns now. Yeah, he's got big old burns. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Let's focus on the fashion issue of the show because that's what everybody's interested in. They're not interested. Oh, in we the can talk theories. some more about Hurley. I think Hurley's cute. Oh. Mm. Mm. Okay, let, let's <laughs> honk, honk. Move, moving right along. I'm sure, you, I'm sure you can hear that in the background, just like you see, might hear my cat. No, right. she's asleep. See, Jorge, that, that honk outside, that was for you, baby. Oh, yeah. Hey, Jorge, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sure he's like going, oh, bring back Cliff and Stephanie. Please. Please. So what did you think of uh, Saeed being so covert about setting that fire on the beach? Um... I think that's indicative of his character. I'm, you know, and I didn't have any sort of, you know, conflict with that in any, in any way. I thought uh, it's to be expected because that's kind of how he was brought up and trained. Um, I agree with that. Here is my beef with the fact that he was setting this fire to attract the others to come. He wasn't planning on telling either of them what was going on. Yeah, well, that's a little Which, cruel. in essence, is kind of putting them in danger, leaving them in the dark. If you give, you know your partners in crime, a little bit of notice, they at least have a little bit more time to plan a strategy. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, basically it was like, son, get to the boat. You have to involve them. The you know, don't leave them in the dark. Right. So, 
Yeah, I wish his plan had went accordingly. <laughs> right. So that's that's disappointing, but I I like seeing Saeed, you know, take charge, you know, like he did in the other seasons and come up with these, you know, r- rapid fire plans like mm-hmm. that. Um Hey, did you notice how fast Jim swam in the water? When he jumped off the end of the pier there? Uh, I end of did the dock. not notice that. Man, he swam. It was like a bullet going through water because... Well, he's going to save his woman. But the boat was just... It took off. The engine was going and they were moving pretty fast. And it was maybe about 15, 20, 25 seconds before Sun actually got shot at and rolled off the boat. So she must have been pretty far out when she rolled off the boat. And Jin was out further than where she was at. Remember, he had to turn around and swim back to get to her. Well, if you fell out of a boat, I'd, I'd swim that fast too. Aww. Anyway, <laughs> moving right along. Hmm. hmm. So, um, <laughs> what what else is there to say about this episode? I'm trying to think well, off the top of my head, Kate, which is not Kate my strong breakfast. suit. Kate got breakfast. Breakfast? She got to eat breakfast. I don't know if she ate any, but she had a plate in front of her and coffee. And Wasn't this in the first episode? I thought this was in the first episode. If it, that was in the first episode. Well, we missed talking about it, and we need to talk about it now. Oh, okay. You know. Kate eating breakfast. She got to. She got the opportunity to eat breakfast. It doesn't mean she did. Mm-hmm. And yeah. What happened between the time that she ate breakfast and went to that cage? Because she came back and uh, her wrists were worn. And out. I don't think it was just because of the handcuffs. To be honest, I don't know. That's a that's a weird sort of. Well, you get handcuffs put on your wrists, and most of the time when you're handcuffed, your your, your arms are put behind your back, and you, you you do tend not not that I know this from personal experience. I've. It's a different type sure of experience. You don't. I have put handcuffs on people before. Oh yeah. Um, wait a minute. I don't want to go there. Let's not. Okay. That's for Cliff and Stephanie. No, I'm just oh. kidding. <laughs> They're not gonna I'm like sorry, this at all. Guys. <laughs> sorry we ruined your podcast, guys. <laughs> you know, Cliff. Remember we talked about that explicit thing? Oh and here we go. I'm mm. surprised I have not sworn once yet. No swearing. Okay. I'm trying. Unless it's like cross my heart and hope to die. You know, I was in the Navy for a while, so. No, I'm kidding. Never mind. Let's move on. <laughs> but anyways, um, when you get handcuffed and you move around a little bit and, or you're, you're stood up and sat down, stood up and sat down, you are going to get a little bit of uh, rawness on your wrists. Sure. Now, she had quite a bit of rawness. I mean, it was to the point where both of her wrists were bleeding all the way around. So she had quite a bit of movement there. And. I, I I wonder what exactly they had her doing that entire day. Hmm. Now, she was gone pretty much an entire day because, uh, what's his name, Mr. Friendly came back and, and told Sawyer, yeah, it only took the bears two hours to figure out that, that wonderful little gizmo. And Sawyer asked how many were there. So it was obviously more than two hours. I don't think she ate breakfast for two hours, to be quite honest. Mm, no, and then she was hungry. So she got to eat a fish biscuit. Oh, yeah, the fish biscuits. Mm. Mm. You taste like strawberries. You taste like a fish biscuit. Mm. Or you taste like fish biscuits. Never mind. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) (laughs) That's so wrong. Um, But, yeah, we wonder what happened. She came back and she looked very sad, very hurt. Um, Mm -hmm. Especially when she looked at Sawyer. She looked like she had the tears in her eyes, like, oh, God, what have I done? I'm going to hurt this man. Or I'm going to offend him. Something. There was something in her eyes. You could see it. I don't know if we're ever going to know what happened, to be quite honest. Hmm. That would be disappointing. I really want to know what happened. I, I just have a feeling that something got worked out between Ben and Kate. Hmm. 
That's possible. That's yeah, very possible. Because you know how when Sawyer fought Pickett out there on the chain gang, and Kate just stood there and let Juliet put the gun to her and didn't do anything and just had this look of pain in her eyes, like, oh, yeah. I, I, I can't fight. I can't do anything. Well, it's possible that she was keeping a secret from Sawyer, just like he had to keep a secret for, from her. Right, right. When he got the supposed pacemaker in his heart. Mm. Dun, dun, dun. Pretty interesting. With uh, you would think that with all of uh, Sawyer's reading, that he would know, unless he you know doesn't do a whole lot of the medical mysteries. But uh, <laughs> with the reading, a pacemaker isn't going to make your heart explode, and all all a pacemaker does is it it stimulates your heart to beat. It's right. just a very light jolt. Well, he's not a doctor, so you know, no, I don't know. I I honestly don't really know what a pacemaker does myself. Oh well, it, it does just what I said. It no heart you, problems run in the family. It gives you a consistent beat. Cool, like a metronome. Correct. Oh, it all comes full that. circle. Ooh. From yeah, because I don't know if there's anything else to say about this particular episode. Is there? Well, let's go get some further instructions. Oh, nice segue. <laughs> you belong in radio. Uh, Locke, Echo, and Desmond are found scattered about the island after the implosion of the hatch. Locke receives a message from the island asking him to fix the situation he caused. Hurley returns to the beach camp to report the imprisonment of Kate, Jack, and Sawyer by the others. Desmond has been fundamentally altered by the implosion, giving him a mysterious new power. Ooh. Now this episode rocks. Yeah, and that was a very good it's episode. It's probably my favorite of the season thus far. Um, most of it having to do with the uh, hallucinogen trip <laughs> that Locke undergoes. The sweat lodge. The sweat lodge, Yes. Um, that whole sequence kind of blew me away, the way it was directed differently, the visual style of it. Because I tend to look at most, you know, creative forms of expression, I tend to look at them from an, you know, an artistic perspective, just because I'm somewhat involved in that. And um, I just liked the way it was shot and the way it was pieced together. But more importantly, I just like that every now and again, actually fairly consistently on the show, um, a lot of the characters tap into their subconscious. And I find that to be one of the most interesting elements of the show. And when Locke did that and sort of, you know, found his own answers internally and by speaking to the island, you know, he had a grand epiphany. And mm. I like that. I like that when that happens on this show. Most definitely. Yeah. You know, as you were talking, I just had this this question pop into my head. Ooh! Oh, you remember when Locke is with Eddie? The, the young police mm-hmm. cadet mm-hmm. academy graduate, um, he said, were you guys expecting me? And, and Eddie said, yeah, um, the psych profile picked you out to be the one that would be um, easily manipulated. Yet Eddie did say that Locke didn't have a criminal exactly record. Exactly my point. He did not have a criminal record. So how are they getting some kind of a psych profile on this guy? Hmm. That's a good question. I wouldn't know how to answer that. Maybe from his father? That's possible. He is still, in fact, alive. Yes, he is. Unlike some fathers. Right. A lot of daddy issues on this show. A whole lot of daddy (laughs) issues. And you made a good point while we were watching the episodes earlier that um, there aren't really any any people on on the island, any of the losties that we know, that have any good relationship with their family at all. They don't have a sense of family. Right, they don't have a sense of family. Clearly. Yeah, and then, you know, once they get to the island and they all sort of bond and get to know each other and connect 
even throughout the many conflicts that have ensued on the show, they still feel a sense of, you know, family, I think, with with everybody on the island. They still care for each other Mm -hmm. and, you know, all that fluffy stuff. Right, right, right. Um, You remember at the end of the episode, um, Locke had the gun pointed at Eddie and they were having the conversation and Eddie's saying, put the gun down, Locke, Mm -hmm. put the gun down. Which I think he did at the very end of that shot. I'm a hunter, I'm a hunter, and he's trying to convince himself that he is a hunter and that he's actually going to clean up this mess that he he made. Mm -hmm. And Eddie turns around and he walks away. And and I honestly, I don't think that Locke could do it. I don't think that he could have pulled the trigger, but the mess had to be cleaned up. And um, the two people that were running running this marijuana factory out there in, in the boonies they really wanted this mess cleaned up. So I'm thinking that maybe they sent somebody after, after Locke to make sure that he took care of the mess. That okay. makes sense to me. Maybe when Eddie walked out of, out of the, um, this is a forest, not a jungle. When Eddie walked out of the forest, one of them cleaned up for him. Cause I don't think Locke is necessarily like echo, you know, in terms right. of not thinking rationally about something and just kind of acting, you know, on impulse and just, you know, killing somebody. I don't think that's I don't think that's in Locke's nature at all. Mm-hmm. I really don't think he shot uh, Eddie. So I hope not. I hope not either. I really like Locke. I do too, very much. And uh, that whole episode was very, very enthralling, and it introduced Desmond's power. And, and it's interesting that they that they uh, that they insinuate that mm-hmm. this is a power, right? You know, it, it could be something as simple as... Because there's know, so many theories. Or telepathy or whatever. Floating around, you know, is he traveling through time? Is it ESP? What is the deal with Desmond? Um, there are a lot of ideas that are floating about. And, you know, this this is kind of kind of out there, I think. But, you know, and, and going back to later in the season, if Desmond can see the future, then why didn't he try to tell... Or why didn't he try to tell Echo or save him from the smoke monster, you know? I mean, that's something you can think about. Or, you know, perhaps when the hatch imploded, maybe Desmond's life flashed before his eyes, and now he's trying to change what he saw, you know? And perhaps, you know, he's experiencing kind of a rebirth of sorts, hence the bare bottom nakedness. Oh, I you know? hadn't thought about that one. So... I don't know. It's it's really hard to say where they're going with with Desmond's character because I honestly don't think it's a time travel thing. You know, I I had a crazy wild-eyed sort of theory about what they could do at the end of the entire, you know, series of of Lost if in fact Desmond is traveling through time, which I I don't know. I think that's kind of a tired element in a lot of contemporary pop culture. Mm-hmm. And you know, it's even being used on heroes now. So, you know, the only thing I thought of kind of ridiculously, you know, is that at the very end of the series, you know, if Desmond can travel through time, he goes back to uh, when he caused the plane crash and didn't press the button. And he prevents that from ever happening, and thus the plane crash never happens. So if... That's an interesting theory. It's weird. Because <laughs> I don't know. I, I, if anything, I do think it's more of an ESP thing than a time travel thing. Yeah. Or it could just be that the island smoke monster thing, you know how it manifests itself as these different people and different visions. You know, it could be a manifested memory now. Yeah, that's possible. I mean, in general, I think the smoke monster is essentially the collective unconscious of everybody's 
of mm. everybody's fears, everybody's desires, or, you know, like, just in general, I think that the smoke monster could be, you know, in a way, you know, because when we first saw the smoke monster, you know, and confronting Echo, it seemed like the smoke monster was reading his mind and kind of calculating it or right. trying to, you know, gather information from Echo. Mm-hmm. And Echo wasn't scared by this at all. Um so I don't know. I mean, it's really hard to decipher what, you know, it's clear that the smoke monster manifests itself, you know, into um, Echo's brother. Yummy. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know. You know, the night that, that this episode aired, you and I talked on the phone afterwards, and, and this was something that we discussed about the smoke monster. And uh, I, I just have this feeling that the smoke monster is what Daniel Russo said it is, and it's a, it is a uh, security system mm-hmm. for the island, and it's protecting the island yeah that makes sense but it could also be something that the others created and it's protecting anybody else from coming over to that north end of the island to see the alcatraz island Mm. you know because you don't really get too far north on your own that's true you know the only people who have gone that far north have been with the others so maybe that's why echo told um Locke his last words were you're next could be, or, you know, mm-hmm. because they're the smoke monsters trying to prevent people from going that way towards mm-hmm. the island. And, and you know, the only reason that Saeed, Jin, and Sun got over to the north end of the island by the pier was because was the they boat. were on the sailboat. Yes, yeah, and mm. that is why they were all so worried when they found out when the others found out they had a sailboat. Oh my God, they could find us. Yeah, because obviously, you know, you can hike through the jungle, you can get to the other side of the island if there weren't any interfering factors like a smoke monster. Right along. If there really was a second island, how how were Jack, Sawyer, and Kate transported? They had bags over their heads, clearly. I mean, at, you know, at the end of the last season and into this season, how were they transported? Was it on a submarine? Were they drugged? Were they unconscious? You know, I mean... I believe they were unconscious because the first time that we saw Jack, he woke up laying on the table. Yeah, yeah. I mean, clearly they were, so... Wouldn't they have noticed, you know, if they were like, you know, on a boat or on a submarine? I mean, did they knock them out right away and then they, you know, wake up on uh, you know, on the different island? Because I'm still sketchy on this whole second island thing. Hmm. I think it more. I think I think it's possible that the others are, you know, playing a, a large con on Sawyer to prevent him like from an illusion. Yes, to prevent him from ever having, you know, the motivation to escape. Maybe it's a giant mirror. Yes. Yeah. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I get what you're saying about wondering if there is a second island because um, the young girl, Alex, uh, her boyfriend is Carl. And Carl has obviously been on the island for quite a while, too, mm-hmm. their boyfriend-girlfriend. And he talked to Sawyer in, was it the first or the second episode, and said, how long is it going to take to get to your camp from here? Hmm. I think it was the first. Okay. Well, so. He says, how long is it going to take to get to your camp from here? And if he's been on the island for so long, he would know that, there is a second island and that it would take a very long time to swim across to the other island. Yeah. And I think it would just kind of suck in general if Jack is going through all this trouble, you know, to get, you know, to help Kate escape and she can't, you know, because of the second island issue, you know, she's, do you think that when we come back in February, Kate's response to him on the walkie will be, well, we're not on the same island. Did Sawyer tell her that we're mm-hmm. not? Okay, that's right, yeah. That's very possible. Um, <laughs> I kind of hope that, you know, 
that there isn't a second island, or, or maybe there is a second island, but they're still on. They're all still on one island, and that um, Ben showed Sawyer a completely different island, which would be kind of far fetched. But still, yeah, you know, I really hope that it's not the case where they, you know, are really far away from any sort of rescue. Because mm-hmm. you know, Jack's going through a, a lot of trouble. I don't even know how the heck he's going to get out of this situation. You know, I mean, clearly, if, you know, everything goes according to plan and Kate escapes and everything, you know, he's he's probably going to save Ben, correct? You know, yes. like he promised. He's going to try. And how are the others going to treat Jack after something like that? You know? So I don't I don't know how they're going to respond to that. I wonder if it's going to gonna be like a 50-50 split. Half of them are going to be like, oh, we love you, you saved Ben. The other half are going to be like, yeah, but you tried to use, you used Ben's life as leverage. Yeah. Because there's right now there's a uh, you know a really far fetched uh, theory I guess or notion that they're going to kill off Jack, and I don't think that's going to happen at all. He, we, we've gone way too far with Jack. You know he's the one. He, we sympathize with a lot of the characters, no, but I, the you producers know. came out and said no. That's just contrived information. There is no no truth to that at all. That's that's the problem with the internet sometimes. Yeah, people just throw random stuff against the wall. Some of it sticks. Some of it doesn't. Let's move on. It's every man for himself. The others prevent Sawyer and Kate from escaping, leaving Sawyer perplexed by the extent of the measures taken to keep him imprisoned. Jack is asked to use his medical training to save the life of one of the others. At the beach, Desmond's strange behavior attracts attention. He begins to construct a mysterious device. This was a good episode, too. I really liked it. Yes. Um... I'm not sure if I really got into the Sawyer flashback. This is the Sawyer-centric episode, yes. correct? Mm-hmm. It was okay, um, but everything else that happened on the island I thought was very compelling. Oh, one other quick thing about um, further instructions before we move oh, on. Sure. In the Lock Acid trip, you know, why does Boone say they've got him, referring to Echo? Because, you know... He's referring to Echo, who's been taken by a polar bear, singular. So why does Boone say they've got him? This is something I jotted down when I was rewatching it myself. And I I noticed that. I found that to be a little strange. Because I really paid attention very close to that whole... Maybe the polar bear has a mate. (laughs) That's possible. Sure. Mm -hmm. We're not aware of that just yet. And we really didn't delve into the cave at all because you 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 mentioned a few things in there as well obviously there's the tonka truck and the bodies with the dharma logo logo clothes on there. the dharma dead the dharma dead Mm. (laughs) scary stuff you're scaring me i'm sorry i'll get all light and fluffy again (laughs) okay um, you know what really scared me? What? Is right at the end when Locke was coming out of his little hallucination. Oh, the polar bear. Oh, man, the polar bear busting through the tent. I yes. jumped off the couch the first time I watched that. I <gasps> thought Locke was turning into a polar bear and was going to be like a werewolf movie. No, I'm just kidding. That anyway. That's silly. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, I, I don't know. Was there anything else in that cave that you wanted to bring up? Well, um, you, you said a lot something of people, about... A lot of people thought that when we first saw Echo that it was a gnawed arm. It was a bloody arm. But actually, if you pause it, you freeze frame. It's Echo holding a bloody stick. It's a bloody stick, hand. everybody. <laughs> I'm not, I, don't, I don't do London accents very well. Sodding polar bears. 
The bloody stick. I like how everybody's calling each other brother on the show now. Mm. Thank you, Desmond. Mm. Yeah. We like Desmond. Very much. But it was interesting that Boone was uh, saying that now he's too interested in taking care of himself. Oh, yeah. But in, in that episode, in this next episode, Every Man for Himself, Desmond wasn't just worried about himself. Because no, 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 no. he went to try and save Claire and Aaron from the lightning strike. And Correct. he built that contraption, you know, this this high stick with the metal golf club on the top of it. And then he grounded the wire into the sand. Yes, Correct. Which I thought was really cool. Yeah, it was it was very um, intuitive on his part. Yeah, and it just goes to show that there's something going on in his mind. Um, I don't know how he's foreseeing these things, but clearly it has to do with the hatch implosion. And it, I don't want to say it gave him some sort of superpower because that sounds cheesy. <laughs> hmm. This is not Heroes, although that's a very good show. Yes. I have not watched it, so I can't necessarily say yes. Oh, it's great. I've heard great things. I've never heard a bad thing. So I'll but say this yes is not the that. Heroes podcast. So let's move on. Fine. <laughs> Moving me right along. I see how it is. Sorry, I'm taking control now. Oh, well, let me scoop my chair back. There we go. Okay. We get better now. Yes. I'm about to Distance lose my is comforting right now. Mm. Alrighty. Well, Jack is asked to use um, his ability as a neurosurgeon to save Ben's life. Correct. Jack said no. Initially, yes. What turned him around? I just want you to know how you're going to die. Yeah, that was awesome. I have to say that Matthew Fox's acting has improved. I mean, I've always liked him, but this season, he is blowing everyone away. I mean, everybody's doing good work, but he is the standout uh, actor right now. Yeah, (laughs) he's very good. I've been very impressed by, you know, just the work that he's done. It's, It's good stuff. Yay! Go, Jack. Take control. That's I, what I want to see. Yeah, take control. I, just, I, I thought it was neat how Juliet um, played that little video while she was giving the speech, save his life, and then the video was, no, kill him. <laughs> but, and, then, and then Jack you know, decided later, I'm, I don't not, think I'm he, not going to operate at all, and it's not going to go to either of your plans. Right. That's what I you like know, It's the on best. my terms, not yours. I mean, after all the crap that the others have done, you know, to manipulate everyone and to con everyone and... I just think it's time to kick some butt. I mean, maybe I'm just a guy and I want to see some action and <laughs> confrontation, you know, but man, I'm just like, it's building. The one thing I could say about this season that's really worked su- successfully is that it's building a lot of tension. And, you know, initially I was like kind of disappointed because I was expecting more of a grand sort of, oh my God, you know, at the very end of, uh, you know, episode six, I was expecting something to really, you know, a major cliffhanger that, you know, would would keep us talking and, you know, just something, a lot of food for thought. Right. But in the end, I think, um, you know, upon repeated viewings, I like the episode quite a bit, and I like the way um, it resolved itself and especially the way Jack took control of things. Now, how is it all going to pan out? I don't, I don't really know what to say. We'll find out. I know. I can't wait. Yeah, well, you have to wait. Aww. That's the cost of living. <laughs> Oh, where is our rimshot sound effect? Didn't. Sorry, we're not professionals. Yeah. Well, a delirious echo wrestles with past demons. Some of the castaways go to the Pearl Station to find a computer they can use to locate Jack, Kate, and Sawyer. Jack does not know who to trust when two of the others are at odds with each other. I did not like the way this episode ended, to be quite honest. I mean, 
I think it's just more of an issue with the smoke monster and uh, him killing off Echo and the way it just looked cheesy to me and uh, just the it looked like a CGI effect and I wasn't really moved by the fact that Echo was was dying and that kind of surprised me because the first two seasons especially there have been so many moving moments and so much emotion invested and you know I Echo is one of my favorite characters and I was kind of expected to feel something upon his, his passing but because of the way you know the storyline you know his character arc sort of resolved itself and the way the smoke monster killed him i wasn't like i was just i was bummed i mean i was very disappointed by just the kind way of a I'll, feeling of oh man that sucked yeah that kind of feeling yeah a ho-hum feeling if you will oh i don't think we should mm, use that okay you can edit it out i don't mind no okay that's <laughs> <laughs> moving right along Oh, man. Yeah, so how did you feel, though, about the ending? Um, I, I was not very happy with the way it ended. Uh, I understand the fact that Echo, Echo needed to, to be, be gone. You know, he had, his re- he had his moment of redemption, even though a lot of people don't think that he had his redemption. But in his little, mind, he, he In did. his mind, he did, exactly, because he said, I am at peace with how I have lived my life. This is what right. I was dealt, and this is how I played my cards. Oh, yeah, I definitely like what he had to say. Right. I just didn't like, okay, you know, the the smoke monster is not necessarily, okay, yeah, I, I can totally see where you're coming from now, you know, saying it's, he's a, it's a security system, but what justification does the smoke monster have for killing him off other than, okay, you know, because there are other people who have killed on the island, you know? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I don't, you know, in Echo's mind especially, he doesn't see himself as being a bad man. Right. You know, so why, what gives the smoke monster the right to judge him and say, okay, you're going to die, you know? Whatever created the smoke monster gave it that right. Oh, yeah, I guess. I still, I still like to think of the smoke monster as being like, you know, the, the unconscious mind or the subconscious in some way or another. But it's interesting that the producers say they're not nanobots. Oh. Maybe they're nanites. Hmm. I'm still hoping on that. Mm. You know, maybe not nanobots, because that's what everybody keeps saying, but what about nanites? That would be neat. I know it's, in essence, pretty much the same thing, but... I just don't think I like the smoke monster becoming a hand. That was a little weird, wrapping itself around him and yeah. whipping him around like a ragdoll. I don't mm-hmm. know. But overall, I still I still think, uh, you know, think- Echo's flashbacks are strong and very interesting. And Most definitely. Just his conflict within himself to be a good person, you know, to abide by, you know, his faith, and yet he's torn by how he has to survive right. and what he has to do. Um, yeah, so I think that's about, about it. Well, I want to go back to the smoke monster and, and Echo's death just for a moment here. I, I, I think that the way I would have, I would have felt better about the episode ending is if, say, for instance, that the smoke monster pretty much engulfed Mr. Echo mm-hmm. and... You know, he got beat up from with inside the smoke cloud. Sure. And then he was done. But, you know, maybe they were just so, well, these people need action and adventure. Let's give them some action and some death. And But it didn't work. It just, it, it seemed really kind of cheesy to me. And a little contrived. I mean, I almost thought, like... Yeah, if it had been done in a little bit of a, of a better way, 
you know, even just yeah, I mean, killing him. It would have been, you know, <laughs> he was like, this is my life and this is what I've done. And I'm okay with that. And if it had just engulfed him and, and, and taken his life, that would have been fitting to the story. I just don't feel that this, this violent end of the story and the cheesy way that it was carried out was, was very good. I'm in total agreement with you there. But um, it's it's not a bad episode. It's just the way it resolved itself really left me cold. So that, that was one of the weaker episodes, I thought, yeah, in well, general. Um, everybody got to go into the Pearl Station. Yay! And check out uh, and the And make sure, make sure the toilet works, mm. yes. Mm-hmm. We're not going to do a toilet flush, though. Oh, darn. We discussed I can that. run into the bathroom real quick. If well, if you have to potty, go ahead. No, I'm not going to. All right. We don't want to hear the waterfall. Oh, okay. Hmm. But they got into the Pearl Station, and they got... And apparently left. Nikki is smarter than Locke, <laughs> which came out of left field. Yeah, it could be the blonde hair. Maybe. Yeah. She just wanted to prove that she was smart. Yeah. And be like, what are all these other TVs for, huh? And Locke goes, wow, I feel really stupid now. It, you know, where, where's the laugh track? <laughs> and uh, they got an image of this guy from another station and a working computer system over there. Eyepatch the dude. You know, the first time that I saw this episode, the night that it actually aired, um, I was running back and forth in between doing things, and I've got this tiny little TV, and I'm watching it, and I just caught a glimpse of what was going on, and I'm like, oh my gosh, what is that? I thought it was like an alien head, because I, I didn't have a very clear picture of it on my screen. Well, we don't want to go there. No aliens, please. This is not the X-Files. Yeah, uh, please. Thankfully, later when I rewatched it, I, I saw it was the guy with an eye patch, so that was good. <laughs> yeah, it's a pirate, everybody. Mm. That's but what we need on this show, pirates. My son would love that. I would too. Mm. Pirates are cool. As long as he's got a peg leg. Yeah. Yeah, and a hook. Mm-hmm. It's good stuff. <laughs> so that'll be interesting to find out um, what that leads to. If they can find out where that station is, and then find out who. I'm sure they will. The station. I'm sure they will. Right now, it's kind of a loose end. How did you like at the end um, when he was pounding the Jesus stick into the grave? And it says, lift your eyes and look north. Right. Well, this, yeah. Yeah, I really like that a lot. The only thing is, is that, you know, in further instructions at the very beginning when this, when the Jesus stick falls on Locke, we get a close-up right on it. And I'm assuming that Locke already saw the scripture there. You but know? he didn't know what it meant. He didn't know what to do with it yet. Yeah. That's, that's, that's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it was have, already there. He did not have further instructions. Uh-huh. And after his experience with Echo and having to bury him and knowing that the smoke monster had something to do with it, he realized we have to bury him, but we have to bury him with his Jesus stick, his prayer stick, as, as Locke put it. And they went back and they got it, and as he was beating it into the ground, he, he saw this. Mm-hmm. And those were his further instructions. Lift your eyes and look to the north. I do. Aww. Thanks. It's when Jack makes a decision regarding Ben's offer. Sawyer's life is placed in danger when Pickett decides to make good on his threat. Locke discovers a hidden message that may help unlock the island's secrets. Kate recalls memories from the past which caused her to make an important choice. Yeah. Again, not, not a fan of the flashback, to be quite honest. I didn't really think it added much. I mean, it shows okay that Kate, you know, is no longer wants to run away from everything, you know, and it shows her growth as, you know, as, a, as an individual to, like, decide, okay, I don't want to run anymore, you know. But, and then she did run. But she yeah. did make a big step in saying, I don't want to run. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then she, oh, she just couldn't do it anymore. She couldn't fight it. She had to run. Right. And there's this whole issue of, uh, you know, obviously fertility on this 
in in the entire show and the you know with son and you know there you know Kate almost she was like I almost got pregnant ah, you know so I almost had a baby yeah yeah um and of course the famous or the infamous scene of uh Sawyer and Kate getting it on and the others like not interfering with that whatsoever yeah i mean that could have been just to get yeah, jack to see it. that it's very possible but i'm still thinking that you know the there's something going on with babies on this show and the others possibly wanted Kate to get it on with Sawyer to conceive and to mm, breed. The mating process. Yes. Oh, Sorry that, to take all the romance away actually, from it. Speaking of the cages, that brings me to um, something that I had thought about. Oh? Yes. Um, do you remember how when Carl busted out and all of a sudden the alarm went off, uh, subject escaped, subject escaped. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And the alarm was going off, you figured, it, well, it was because he broke through the lock and the alarm went off. But later on in season three, Kate gets out a couple of times. She escapes through the top. Obviously, she didn't get the lock broken. Right. But she did break Sawyer's lock. And, and no alarm went Kate. off. Mm-hmm. Correct. No alarm. I think they really wanted Kate and Sawyer to get together. Well, I mean, it, it could have been just alarm. to manipulate Jack. But, you know, in the end, Obviously, I think there's more to it. You know, I going on with, with my little theory here that so they're being watched. Obviously, we know they're being watched by the you know the screens in Ben's little office, and they're hitting the alarm when they see him get out. But what came on over the loudspeakers was that voice with subject escaped or the loud beep 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 noise. Mm-hmm. What about that food drop? Remember, we didn't hear any plane oh. come by. There was no plane. Nobody heard or saw a plane. The food just landed there. Correct. But inside the hatch, the the speakers came on, there was information being let out, you know, five, four, three, two, one, and there was a lockdown. Right. They were being watched. And that may, I'm thinking that maybe the others had this little plan going on where they're sending food over to the other side of the island, or to the other island. So the other side of the island is being on, under surveillance mm, to some degree? I'm That'd be pretty that, wild. That they had some kind of a catapult and they, they stuck the parachute on this you know thing of food and had it launched over there. Obviously, you wouldn't need a plane. Or there You're could not be hear a plane. Or there could be a North Pole hatch. Dun dun dun. Mm. Where things are dropping from it, like Echo Stick and all sorts of stuff. <laughs> and they're dropping polar bears from the sky. Where the heck are the polar bears coming from? They don't belong on islands. I, I, I don't know. Well, that's obviously one of the loose ends, yeah. too. Yeah, definitely. What the hell is going on with polar bears? Well, the, um, the Dharma Initiative did lots of animal testing, and polar bears were some of the animals that they tested on. Right. And, so of course, there's always Walt's from. comic book as well. Right. Right. So we know that that's where they came from. They came from the Dharma Initiative. That's just a matter of, we need to find out more information about the Dharma Initiative. Yes. Uh, and that comes into our loose ends. And I want to see some dolphins. Dolphins would be neat to see. I like dolphins. I, I love dolphins. You and your videos with your dolphins. Mm-hmm. Mm. I like dolphins. I have stuffed dolphins everywhere in my apartment. Is that weird? Mm, no. Okay, good. Mm, it's it's not weird for a grown man to have stuffed animals. I don't care yeah. what anyone says. Not at I'm still all a kid time. at heart. Okay. So, um, yeah, I did like the last episode more than I had originally thought. When I first watched it, I was disappointed because I wanted something, you know... 
unbelievable, like, m- you know, Michael and Walt come back at the very <laughs> end of the episode, or just something outrageous to make us all go, oh my God. I mean, yeah, it was shocking for Jock to, or Jock? Jack? Jack the Doc. <laughs> yeah, Jack the Doc um, to, you know, cut open Ben's kidney sack like that. Um, that was definitely shocking in the way Jack approached everything, yeah, but... You know, um, now I like it. Now I like it a lot. I like where it's going. Before I was very iffy on it, but I've grown to like it. Yeah, so. you watch it another another couple of times, and you consider all the possibilities that go with the show. Yes, it grows on you. It puts it into a little bit of perspective. Mm-hmm. I, I still didn't think it was the best episode of the season thus no. far, but uh, it, it, it was a good one. With, I'm still sticking one. with further instructions. Yeah, um, further instructions was very good. I yes. liked it a lot. So let's talk <laughs> about our 50 loose points now. Um... um there is a list of the top 50 lost loose ends. And uh, I'd like to give out that to everybody. It's tinyurl.com slash WEMV5. It's actually a, a TV website. And uh, there are 50 total of these really sort of interesting loose ends that they feel needs to be explored further. Kind of like the big questions. Yes. First one is, the others in the outside world is one of the big questions. It's the loose end. Yeah. We well, we've been, we've, been dis- we've been discussing that mm-hmm. at length. Who is the guy with the eye patch? We brought that up. Right. Mm-hmm. And then we're getting to the prison island. But we, we kind of are on the prison island, aren't yes. we? Yes. Yes. Well, I know they want to know how they got there. I think that's what what I brought up earlier as well. Oh, like, how like did they get the there? the sub or the boat or yeah. swimming. Okay. Swimming. <laughs> they all swam over there. Uh, there's the quote on Echo Stick for John 3, verse 5. Mm-hmm. What, it, what is the passage? It says, uh, Jesus answered, I tell you the truth. No one can enter the kingdom of God unless he is born of water and the spirit. But on Echo's Jesus Stick, it showed, lift up your eyes and look north. Ooh. Interesting. Hmm. Well, there are plenty of biblical references on that show, um, whether they be overt or subtle. But, you know, I think it's fairly normal for whenever they incorporate sort of scripture to to paraphrase. I turned off my phone, so that shouldn't be happening. I don't think you turned off your phone. I swear I did. I'm jamming, baby. Hold on. I think you got to leave that. Oh, yeah, you sexy thing. I think you got to leave that. I mean, that stuff happens in their cast anyway. No, no, you didn't. Not that many people call anyway, so that's why I was like, what? Okay, let's get back to it. All right, how about the... feel free to edit that if you really want to, but I thought it was funny. (laughs) How about the four-toed statue foot thing? Yeah, well, we're just probably going to see that once and never hear about that ever again. But I am waiting for Ben to take off his shoes, and we see his bare feet. We did see his bare feet. Oh. The last episode of season two, and he was walking along the pier. Oh, yeah. So he doesn't have four toes. No, I counted him. Okay. Sorry. Oh, well. That shot that down. Shot shot (laughs) to sunshine. (laughs) Wow, I almost slipped big time there. Um, (laughs) Why were all the guns in the hatch? Were they all in the hatch? Every single last gun? No, all of the guns that Desmond had were in the hatch. Oh. So they have no more guns on the other side of the island. Is that what I'm... 
Well, Saeed has guns. Oh. He had three guns. Okay. One for him, one for Jin, and there was one extra one in the boat for Sun, but... Oh, right. So they have I don't the know la- if Sun still has that gun, does do they she? they still have the last of the guns? I don't know. Did, I don't remember her seeing what she did with it the moment she shot Colleen. Hmm. Which we didn't bring up. I'm surprised in any way. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm glad Colleen's dead. She was snotty. Yeah. Okay, they really brought it up. Very good. Excellent. How about that cable that goes into the water? See, now that's something that I completely overlooked. I don't know if I was doing something else or if I never really watched or rewatched this particular episode. But really? when some, when somebody was bringing it up, I'm like, the cable? Hmm. So you haven't gone back yet to watch it? Um, I believe no. <laughs> I believe not. Hmm. hmm. Anyway. I'm going to have to sit down and watch that. Okay. All right. All right. Well, what, what well, is this the deal is uh, with the, the first time that, that Sawyer took off um, after he had tortured. I think it was okay. Sawyer. Saeed took off after torturing Sawyer. It says Saeed finds a cable running out of the ocean into the jungle. Right. But his attempt to follow this cable leads to his capture by Danielle. It's interesting that they said that they okay. found it running out of the ocean and into the jungle. Couldn't it have been running from the jungle and out into the ocean? That makes sense to me. It could go either way. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I think it's only brought up that way because Saeed only followed it into the jungle rather than out into the water. Oh, okay. So. I think I do remember this now, to be quite honest, yeah. So we still have yet to find out what's on the other end of the cable that right. goes into the water. Sharks. All right. <laughs> Salsa shark. Uh, mm-hmm. Compass bearing 325. Um, well, that's what Henry Gale or Ben told Michael to um, take the, you know, take this boat and follow a compass bearing of 325, and then you will find rescue. But did they? We don't know. Well, hopefully we'll find out season four, maybe. But I just don't see how Walt can come back if he's all grown up now. I think that the producers said that they would explain it in some way with the time. So theory. they have said that Michael and Walt are going to be coming back. Not just so. Not just in flashbacks, but... In the future, on the island itself. Not necessarily on the island, but they, you know how we went off the island at the end of season two? They may take us off the island again in the future. Okay, I can, I can go with that. I still don't know how Desmond did not get off the island or, you know, get away from the island with his boat. I mean, that's kind of a big issue since Desmond well, was apparently... Well, he didn't follow a, oh, Bearing 325. Okay. He wasn't meant to leave yet. Hmm. He apparently still has a purpose. Not. Right. Hmm. How about the the question mark hatch, uh, also known as the pearl? Mm. That is a puzzle. But, you know, at least we kind of have a, you know, We finally got some more information on that. Yes, exactly. I mean, we only saw one of the TVs, though. What about the other ones? They should have tried patching into some other, you know, feeds. They should have continued to try, yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. But maybe they planned on doing that, and they got interrupted by the fact they heard the smoke monster. Right. Killing Echo. Or Apollo, you know, in the bathroom. No. Sorry. Mm-hmm. But there were the, let's see, the skeletons in the cave. Adam and Eve. Um, skeletons in the cave? Was Oh, you mean what we just saw? Wait a minute, how did I miss this one? No, this is the skeletons in the cave. Um, it was in the house of the rising sun. Okay. Remember when her, they found Adam and Eve? Laying in the caves. They oh, stayed in the caves for a while. Okay. What kind of a lost-aholic are you? Sorry. Oh. Well, I mean, that's that's the problem, is that there's so much on this show. There's so much to absorb. My brain can only take so much. That's okay. You're I, forgiven. Yeah. I mean, you're the... Oh, ex- look out. There's a smoke monster coming. <laughs> what? 
Oh, oh. <laughs> you were forgiven. Oh. Well, I mean, the smoke monster lives in my radiator. That explains a lot. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I have a very noisy radiator, radiator, radiator. Mm. Mm-hmm. Oh, it says, Jack found a small pouch containing one black stone and one white stone. That seems to be um, a rather reoccurring theme, the whole black and white yes. sort of thing. And even just to the extent of uh Maybe it's foreshadowing echo. as to the fact that there are no shades of gray when with dealing with the others. Ooh, yeah. You know, it's that, either right I, or wrong. We're saving the world or we're dying. You know, and, and you do whatever it takes. And Echo, of course, saw a black smoke monster, whereas Locke saw a big, bright white light. Very good. Yes. That's awesome. <laughs> well, then there's the other question of why didn't Ben take Jack earlier? Good question. Good question. I mean, he was there for quite a while, you know. Yeah. Very true. Very true. Um, and exactly why did Ben? They had the opportunity uh, to do it in the hunting party. Yeah. Remember that when they had the bag over Kate's head and she was crying? I know. That's very true. Why didn't they just go about it then? And the way Henry Gale sort of infiltrated them and became a prisoner, was that like all planned out, you know, and why, you know, why would Henry go about, go, you know, doing that that way? So he can just get to know everybody and figure out how to manipulate Jack in the future? I don't know. Right. But the uh, 108... Minutes, and I believe that was explained through um, the lost experience this summer. Oh, was it? Uh, one hundred and eight is the the sum of the numbers. Four, Correct. Eight, Fifteen, sixteen, twenty-three, forty-two. It is the Valenzetti equation. Mm, right. Okay. So we still have to learn more about the Valenzetti equation itself, but not of the combined significance of one hundred and eight. Right. So. And as I said earlier, one hundred and eight beats per minute. The metronome. Isn't that weird? Okay. That's so cool. Well, how long have the events on the island been going on? I don't know. You tell me. I asked you first. <laughs> okay. I don't have any <laughs> answers. Closer. Where's Damon? Where are you? Get in here. Sorry, he's in the bathroom right now. He's not coming out. Damon Lindelof. We have house guests and you didn't tell me? Yeah. Sorry. <sighs> anyway, uh, who is Christian's daughter? I think that's kind of obvious. I think it's Claire. I think, think a lot so? of people think so. Yes. So um, we can move on from that, honestly. I mean, I really feel that, you know... We're going to find out in the future that Claire and Jack are brother and sister. That would be really cool. I think so, too. And that means Jack would have to start talking with an Aussie accent. Oh! Well, I mean, Jack wasn't born in Australia, though. So. Yeah, but they're brother and sister. Yeah. And they have to have something I don't think he's just going to start randomly genes. talking in an Australian accent just because... But that would be cool. It I'd would like be cool. Try. Claire has wonderful eyes. I brought that up many times. She has beautiful eyes. Yeah, because they're blue. Yes. Okay. Anyway. Uh, Do you know what happened to the crew of the Pearl Station? They're gone. Mm. Where'd they go? I don't know. Maybe maybe they're buried. What's up with those notebooks? We haven't seen those. Yeah, maybe they're buried underneath underneath all of those tubes of notebooks. Ah. Mm. Um, That would be strange. Yeah, I know. That was stupid. No, it wasn't. (laughs) There are no stupid thoughts when it comes to Lost. Our teachers always used to tell us there is no stupid question. Correct. Ba, 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 ba. Oh, the next See, one I was the, the black and white symbolism. Oh, which I just brought up! Yay! You did, rock on, yeah, I'm on top of it. Jack tossed from the plane? Well, you know, as I've been seeing a lot of, and most of us have, is the fact that a lot of these episodes have eyes dilating, you know, after waking up. So as I've been probably pounding into your skulls, no pun intended, but just with this whole subconscious dreamlike 
state that people seem to go in and out of, whether if it's as a result of taking hallucinogens or dreaming itself, because a lot of people have these epiphanies after waking up from a dream. And uh, we have been seeing many, many occurrences, even in just this most recent season of the first shot of a character or even the first shot of an episode itself being, uh, you know, eyes opening up, waking up. You know, you even mentioned that mm. in further instructions, the first shot of Locke yeah, the is the exact of, repeat of Jack from of episode one. The opening, the, the series opener, the pilot. Yes. Yeah, it opened up and, you know, you've got Locke's eye and he dilates and then it zooms out and Locke is laying in the exact same position that Jack was and mm-hmm. he kind of lifts his head a little bit and he hears something rustling off in the jungle and 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 Locke sees naked Desmond instead of Vincent. Correct. Oh, that was really neat. I like the parallel there. I think everybody should play a new drinking game. Whenever I say the word correct, take a drink. Of water. Yeah. It, you know, we you, encourage you, sobriety on the Generally Speaking podcast. Yes. Yes, we do. Because we each have a bottle of water here, so don't let him but think. But if you want to have coffee, that's okay. Just try not to do it excessively. Or juice. juice or hot chocolate. But then, you know, we're, there's the supply job drop, and I, I kind of already touched on that. Yes, you have. Why was there no Quite airplane? brilliantly, might I add. Oh, thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I, I thought about that uh, <laughs> on my way out. So. Why couldn't Desmond leave? Ah, oh, I just brought that up myself. I mean, we are way ahead of these people. We sure are. <laughs> and I swear, I didn't even read these really beforehand. I just kind of skimmed through them. Mm-hmm. I didn't really like read them into detail. Really? I so. hadn't even looked at them yet. I, I know. Because you're more on top of it than I have. I oh, am. Yeah. Okay, Ben's always lived on the island. Okay, what 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 does that have to? What does that mean? I don't know. We should you know kind of read what this is all about. Mm-hmm. Was he a, a child of one of the Dharma Initiative people? That's possible. I can see that. You know, where did Ben come from? How did he get on the island? How did his parents get on the island? Who were they? Mm-hmm. What is Ben's purpose on the island? Okay, there we go. Yeah, that works. All right. Where was Desmond hiding his boat the entire time? Camouflage? Hmm. Maybe he when, pulled it up like they did with uh, the raft that they made. He put two of the logs underneath <laughs> it and pulled it up onto the... When he washes beach. up on the shores of the island, the man who predates him at the Swan was Calvin... Redzinski. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good question. Where was he hiding the sailboat this entire time? And the mm. others were completely unaware of the ship's existence at all. Absolutely. Before, you know, Sun, Jin, and Saeed came rustling about. So, yeah, that's that's an interesting question as well. Oh, the survivors that were captured by the others. Obviously, we know that they have Jack, Kate, and Sawyer, but... Oh, from the other... For, yeah, from the, uh, the, 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 the tail end, right? Yeah, but weren't there other people captured from the fuselage camp, too? I don't, I don't know. That's a good question. Hmm. Well, I there, know there were a lot of people taken from well, you know, there was the tail section. Well, clearly a list compiled. And by the way, who the hell is Jacob anyway? I don't know. But but wait, let's talk about the survivors still. <laughs> okay. The survivors, because when Ana Lucia was talking in 48 days, they said the first night they came and they took three of us. And the second night they came back and they took nine more. Right. You know, so that's... What about the children? Didn't they take the children? Yeah, that, that's what some of them... Where are the children? So there's Cindy, the children, and there's a whole bunch of other people that are still missing, but where are they? I don't know. We don't know. Mm. We haven't explored enough of this camp that the others reside in. I don't know. And what are they making, you know, 
uh, Kate and Sawyer build there anyway? Is it a giant Walmart? I'm thinking it's Walmart. Walmart? Yeah. Hmm. I think that the others what are about, CEOs of Walmart. What about Target? Because, and they want to set up they want to set up franchises all over, including on this island. Because Walmart is an evil corporate. Wait a minute. Does Walmart does Walmart sponsor the show? Does Walmart sponsor the show? Okay. Sorry. White noise. Sorry if you work at Walmart. White noise. I like Walmart. How about that Dharma shark? <laughs> um We saw him once, right? Yeah, we saw him once with the Dharma logo on his uh, tail. Yeah. On his fin. But you know, it's clear that you know, they have an aquarium. Uh, they got yeah, they got Jack locked in a, a little aquarium up there and with a shark and some dolphins. That leads me to another question. What? He's in an aquarium, right? Jack is being held in an aquarium. Yeah, why isn't he swimming with fish? <laughs> swimming with the fishes, he'd be dead. But. Mm-hmm. We don't want yeah. that. Um, but he's in an aquarium. Remember when we first saw him, first episode of season three? He walks right into the glass wall. Oh, but you no. know what? That was so funny, yes, by the way. I laughed. Yeah, the first episode had a lot of humorous moments. But he walked right into the glass wall, and if you listen to it, it sounds plastic and flimsy. <laughs> exactly, just like that, but a little bit more plasticky. That was a little metally. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Mm. yeah. I don't want to say what that sounded like. Anyway. <sighs> so <wrong. laughs> so, see what I had to put up with people? Mm-hmm. Mm. Okay. At least I get to go home at the end of the night, Stephanie. <laughs> oh, burn. <laughs> but he walked up and, you know, he hit this plastic flimsy wall. And you would think that if this is an aquarium and it's built to hold how many tons of water pressure in there with, you know, this other animal. How, how is that flimsy plastic wall supposed to hold it up? And how is Juliet hearing him speak from the other side? Well, it's like the glass wall inside the operating room was thicker than the wall that was supposed to hold in the tons of water. I Yeah, I, I'm, I'm totally with you on that. I don't know if they're going to expound on that in any way, though. Probably I, not. I, I think it's just a, a Maybe minor a continuity glitch. Error. Yeah, I think so. That Maybe Jack needs to punch it a little bit and we'll know more. We'll figure it out why. Hmm. Hmm. Where does he go to the bathroom? Yeah, I didn't see a bucket or anything. Right. It's kind of weird. It is. And I don't think There's they're taking him for bathroom issues. breaks because yeah. when he got out, when he was trying to kill Juliet, that was his first time out. You yeah. could tell. And he didn't know where he was going. And the second time, yeah, Alex we, came over the intercom. We need to know every detail of everything that everybody is doing at all times, How including going un- to the bathroom. You know, they're handcuffed. How do they unbutton their pants? What happens there? Yeah, exactly. Where are they peeing? Yeah. You got to find out this information. And do they use condoms in that cage? We need to know these things. Well, not if they were meant to fornicate and mate. Uh, yeah, that's true. You know? Libby. What's up with Libby? I mean, is she ever going to come back? I'm assuming she's going to come back in flashback form. Because uh, I'm assuming that there's going to be another... smoke monster form. Oh, 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 oh. Um, I'm assuming we're going to have another Hurley flashback this season. I would hope. I would think so. Because he's also one of my favorite characters. So maybe we'll learn more about his stay in the mental institution. You think? Maybe. And or how he got there. Yes. And where exactly where exactly Libby falls into this whole thing? Oh, I think Libby's honey was on that was on the deck, and he died. Uh, that's a good theory. I like that one. Mm. What about the Black Rock? What's the Black Rock? The ship that was found in the middle of the island. That's oh, Russo called the Black Rock. Right. Mm-hmm. Correct. How did it get there? What was his purpose? How long How has did it been it get there? there? 
That was a Talking Heads reference. Mm. How did it get there? Not quite familiar, but I'm with you. Okay. By the way, um, in uh, the first episode of season three, Juliet plays the song Downtown, and when she opens up the CD case, it is actually the Talking Heads record, Speaking in Tongues, because I recognize the cover art, and if you freeze frame it just precisely, you can read... Um, even though it's blurry, the text on the CD case, the jewel case, it says Talking Head Speaking in Tongues. Why? I don't know. They're trying to mess with us, folks. That's all they're trying to do. No, I agree. Try- I'm, I'm going to be up all night on this one. Mm. Why the heck Why the heck is she playing a song called Downtown in a Talking Head's jewel case? We need to get you a sleeping pill. We can't have you up all night. No. Mm. Unless they're just burning CDs left and right and they got it mixed up in other cases, which happens to me all the time. So. Yeah. And that was kind of what Carlton and Damon explained that could have been what happened yeah they They gotta have internet connection they gotta have wikipedia on the island Mm. how else would they know everything that's true well what about michael and walt what about them well that's that's the question what about them are we gonna see them again i you you said it looks like it's gonna happen i'm thinking i'd like to see that happen quite frankly i would like to see michael come back and go we can't get off the island you lied you fools, you crazy fools, you told us. Uh-oh, you're writing something down. You're writing Jim writing sucks. Writing a note for later oh, that okay. I want to bring up after we're done. Okay, all right. Um, how about uh, Desmond can see the future? We talked about that earlier, so that's one of the, the lost questions. Yeah, that's going to be something I investigate thoroughly. Right, and then there's the hatch implosion. Yeah, yeah. Remember when you said that uh, Desmond referred to it as an electromagnetic anomaly? anomaly. Yeah, he said it was an anomaly, and it was mm-hmm. the same thing that the guys in the Arctic station talked about. That's correct. Oh, there's sirens. Yeah. What'd you do? Nothing. You're a liar. But he called I it an anomaly just as that, that error came up on, on the Brazilian guy's screen. Mm-hmm. Now, why would he refer to it as an anomaly? That's a good question. That's a very good mm-hmm. question. So hopefully we'll find out a little bit more. Yeah, I really want to just Desmond. know more about Desmond in general. I want more flashbacks and learn more about the, the... Because it's clear that Penny has a huge role in all of this. In uh, with the, Yeah. With, uh, what's, Let's get back off the island again. Okay. And talk about Christian's body. Hmm. Well, it's... You know, I think it's in pretty good shape. He must go to the gym quite a bit. Hmm. Never mind. I'm not really looking at that. I don't really study everybody's body. Not checking out the men's body. No. Okay. No, absolutely not. Well, that's a relief. Mm Hmm. Okay. Well, with Christian's body, I think the fact the question is is where Where did did it go? Go. Do you think the polar bear ate it? Where Hmm? did Emmy's body go? Yeah. Maybe the polar bear had some dead snacks. Now, earlier in season one, when uh, Jack was running around, he found the coffin. Wasn't he having hallucinations? Then, and seeing Jack's father roam around in the yep. jungle. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I mean, I think that's the smoke monster might manifesting um, possibly right. Jack's father. And this other one is talking about Aaron. What about Aaron? What about him? I don't know. What's the question about Aaron? Well, clearly um, Ethan and the others did something to They really her. wanted him. Yes, very much so. Well, if they really did want... Aaron, why haven't, I mean, when she tried to escape, they really didn't conceive any sort of plan to get him back. You know, maybe they just injected, you know, Aaron with something or injected Claire's 
you know, stomach with something. Maybe they needed him fresh. Fresh? Fresh, isn't not exposed to the rest of the island or other people. Mm, that's very true. But there's clearly something going on with others, the others and, and uh, babies in general. They're, so, they're doing something, whether if it's genetic engineering, which I think would be kind of mm-hmm. lame, to be honest. Um, How about those whispers, though? Oh, Ooh, the creepy whispers. Yeah. Or even just the Hurley bird, which I thought was really funny. Yeah, that was neat. Did that bird just say my name? Hurley! Mm. Yeah. That was good. That was very good. Yeah, it wasn't, but thank you. Um, again, maybe the voices could be the smoke. I'm just going with the smoke monster on everything. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Smoke monster. <laughs> That's my has, safe bet. Has quite a lot of personalities then, don't you think? I think so. Um, Echo's death. We covered that. Yeah. The others list. Well, oh, okay. They bring Jacob. up. They bring up who the heck is Jacob? Who is that? My son. Oh, nice. So apparently he's with the others, and he made a list, and he checked he it said, twice, and he found out who was naughty and nice. Mm, no, that's that's Saint Nick. Oh. Okay. Well, Christmas is coming right around the corner, so buy season two of Lost for all your family. Very to enjoy. Good. Yeah. I got a plug for ABC. There you go. They well, we wouldn't be doing no this podcast part. if it wasn't for ABC. They so are thank no you. No part sponsoring our show. And I'd like to thank JJ Abrams for creating Felicity as well. And so would my cat. See? Hi, Kelly. Yes. Who is Jacob anyway? Could it be, uh, I don't know. I Honestly, I don't know where to go with that. To be, well, we just We need more information. We don't have it. So Correct. Then there's the good people on the others list. Jack and Kate said, uh, we must not be good. Oh. Who are the good people and who are the bad people? Again, it says, Shepard wasn't even on Jacob's list. Right. Yeah. Why Michael, it... Michael asked at the end of season two, who are you people? We're, We're the, the good, good guys. guys. I don't think they're very good, to be quite honest with but what they're doing. But then it comes back down to the Shh. black and the white. Tasering people. There's only good, there is only bad. That's the problem with what I'm having right now with the others is that they have given us nothing to empathize or nobody to empathize with at all. I mean, yeah, okay, you know, Ben is dying of cancer and we're supposed to be like, oh, Mm -hmm. you know, Jack's going to do the right thing like he always does and try and save Ben because Jack's a good guy. Right. So, you know, are we supposed to just, I mean, to me, the others have been kind of just these one dimensional villains and we need to have some depth. We need to know their motivations a little bit more. the fact that Pickett is going back for retaliation against our losses, yes. you know, on Sawyer. Yeah, I mean, That's Sawyer didn't even kill That doesn't Colleen. represent good. No, and it definitely doesn't. You know, I mean, Colleen did mention that before she got shot that, you know, we're going to become the enemy if you shoot me, you know. So, I mean, it's possible that that is an accurate uh, assumption to right. make, you know, but... At the same time, I just think that these guys have been nothing but jerks from the very beginning. And if they really want, you know, Jack, Kate, and Sawyer to be on their side in any way whatsoever, they need to say, this is what we're doing. And, you know, they, they can't be so damn vague and um, ambiguous with everything. I mean, I know that's what's driving us to keep watching the show. But at the same time, I want the writers to give us just a little bit more than they have. Well, I mean, they're piling. That's how they keep us watching the I show. Know, is we, we keep wanting more, and they're only giving us a but little bit. But they're piling way too much stuff that you okay. know, even my own small puny little brain can't keep up with every little loose end. And we're getting lost. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, we're getting lost in the supermarket. Yes. Of life. You know, why do the others <laughs> want children? Um, maybe because they can't have children themselves. That's a good point. Mm-hmm. Why? 
I don't know. Is it something to do with the island? You cannot conceive on the island? Well, we'll find out if Je- if Kate becomes pregnant. Hmm. I have a feeling that's going to happen. That's yeah. just my random, weird, wild theory. Yeah, just like, you know, son is carrying Michael's baby. Yeah, but son <laughs> could also be carrying Jay's baby. Yeah, I know. But I just think it would be a lot more shocking if it was Michael's. Because there go- were a lot of looks. There were a lot of glances. I'm kind of going with Cliff on this one. I kind of yeah. am. I know it's far-fetched, but I'm kind of going with it, too. Well, the thing is that, yeah, son, <laughs> son is, yeah, I know maybe son is a cheater. She is a cheater. You know, mm-hmm. she cheated on Jen with Jay. And it's possible she could have cheated on Jen again with Michael. Sure. Because so there was a little bit of... If she cheated with chemistry. Jay, she could cheat with Michael. Right. Plain and simple. So it could be one of three different fathers, I guess. Cheating is bad. Sorry. All right. They all survived the crash, though. How did that happen? What's yeah. up with that? No kidding, man. A plane crash like that, there wouldn't be that many survivors. Heck no. Mm-mm. No, you don't. No, well, maybe with a little <laughs> Christian symbology. Oh, my gosh. Well. There's a lot the, of that in the show. That's there one of there the sure questions. is. That's, that's something you'd need a whole show to go into. Cliff, I'll leave that up to you. He kind of did that back in the 23rd Psalm, but oh, that was, that was yeah. a long time ago. Yeah, that was a while So back. Cliff, maybe you should get back into that again. Yeah, Christian symbolism. I'm all about that stuff. Mm-hmm. I like it. I want to know what the other's master plan is, though. That's what I've been trying to say. <laughs> <sighs> what is their deal? I want to know what, what's going on with them. Why, why are they doing all this stuff? What are they making, you know, as I said, Kate and Sawyer build? Come on. Give us something here. Give us some more. Yeah. We need it. But I still love the show. I'm of always going to love it, even if it... Because jumps the shark or jumps the dolphin. <sighs> um, no more jumping gonna, the shark. I'm so tired uh, know, of hearing I know, that. I know, I know. I think everybody is. Yes. But and then you go and bring it up. I, I'm sorry. I can't help it. Yeah, what other the expression corner. is there? You know, go sit in the corner and just wait for you to bring me a cheeseburger. Yeah. Okay. Don't you guys have cheeseburgers on the island? Oh, uh, and then Jack gets a cheeseburger. Isn't that yeah, awesome? Yeah, that is nice. Oh. Yeah. Just like, you know, there's so many references of Taco Night. I think this whole show is about tacos. Because if Where you're, were the references for Taco Night? Well, I mean, uh, when Hurley was in the mental institution and Dave goes, Hey, come on, Hurley, eat some food. It's Taco Night. And then at the very last, uh, uh, the sixth episode of season three. Um, During I Do? Yes. Uh, Kate's husband asks, what's for dinner? And she goes, it's Taco Night. And then later she goes, I don't do taco night. So I'm thinking this whole show is about tacos. That's my really? theory. They're building a Taco Bell. Well, maybe if they just had tacos on the island, that could change the balance of the equation and right. save the world. I think, yeah, I think that's what this whole show is leading up to. Hmm. We all need tacos. Well, if they want to get tacos on the island, they've got to get some good recipes. Mm-hmm. And we've got to get to the island, but first we have to find out where the island is. And that leads us to our next question of what hides the island? Ooh, that's the a electromagnetic question. anomaly. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Maybe there are more than one hatches, just like our imploded hatch. That's very possible. Mm-hmm. And, and, and so you mean saying like there's more shield. electro? Yeah, yeah. There's more electromagnetic anomalies. Yes, protecting the island from radar, mm-hmm. perhaps. You know, I mean, obviously there have been no planes even bothering to look around their neck of the woods. So, yeah, what is hiding the island? It's a pretty big ocean. They're in a giant snow globe. Mm, no, they're not. That would suck. It's the sickness. What about it? 
That's another question. Oh. <laughs> the disease. The sickness. Yeah, Rousseau, because Rousseau brought that up. She says there's a sickness, but nobody else has gotten the sickness. We've yeah. never seen anybody get sick. Aaron got sick, but it was probably like Rosiola. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, wasn't there a stretch of time where they were injecting themselves with some sort of vaccine? Yeah. Or they thought it was a vaccine? The hatch monkeys from, were doing that. Yeah, yeah. Right. But nobody's gotten sick since they stopped doing But the there was quarantine on the door of the hatch. Correct? It was on the inside, so they didn't go out. Yeah. Well, and that's true. And then even Desmond tested that because yeah. Calvin kept putting on the the suit and the mask, and then Desmond went out to follow him and realized there was mm-hmm. no, no disease in the air. So maybe the disease is another hoax or con of some kind. Could be. Who knows? Um, the healing does powers. Does the island really have healing powers? Well, I think that's, I think that's relatively uh, true to some degree. I mean, ha- has the island cured Rose? Where is Rose? And... They took a vacation. I guess They're so. on their honeymoon. What's Rose's they found husband? a cage of their own. What's Rose, who's Rose's husband again? Bernard. Bernard, okay, that's right. Where are they? They're gone. They made a cage of their own and they're making wild love. They never oh. got to take their honeymoon, remember? They went on that's this excursion and they about. tried to get healed. <laughs> hmm. But I think the healing powers of the island, yeah, I think there's something going on there. Clearly lock and walk. You know, yeah, but but what, at we the same still time, don't wait, wait, know wait. what happened to make Locke not walk. Maybe and it was all psychological. Is, if there is healing powers, why does Ben have cancer? Why does Ben have a tumor? Right, right. and if he's been on there all of his life, but he is on a second island, supposedly. Uh, I don't know. I still don't. I'm I'm iffy on that. Mm-hmm. I don't know if there's a second island. Well, I mean, there's a second island, but I still think that the others and uh, the rest of the Losties are on the same island right now as we speak, this very moment. Hmm. I really feel that. You know, they showed Sawyer an- another island, but not necessarily the island that that they came from. I got you. Okay. That's, that's my out there theory. Possibly, maybe. Locks legs, that's kind of yeah, in the same kind boat. Of on that. Boat. The dead characters appearing. Obviously, we've kind of found out that that's I think the smoke it's, monster I think doing so. that. I think it's the smoke monster. And there's the polar bears. How did they get there? We went on, on that tangent already. And the unusual connections between the castaways and how they crisscross mm-hmm. in their lives on the and season two the f- DVD box set. They had a huge connections thing in there. And oh, I need to I need to watch it's that. It's also on the ABC website. Go to abc.com and go to the lost section and they've got a whole connections uh, link on there. Thank you, ABC. Yes. Um, there are plenty of those connections, even in just the flashbacks themselves. It wasn't there? There was even moments where characters were just coming in and out. Mm-hmm. Whether you know when uh, you know Hurley's not winning the lottery and you see him, you know his uh, TV appearances on other TVs that everybody's watching. I couldn't phrase that correctly. That's okay. I think people get what you're get the gist of what you're saying. Yes, you're welcome. Mm-hmm. And there's the Dharma Initiative. We want to find out what they're all about. Of what course. they're really about. Right. And exactly what's going on there. How about Walt's powers? Yeah, that's very true. And the thing is, is like, you know, why did they get rid of Walt if they really needed him and wanted him? And if he does have like some sort of special gift, wouldn't the others want to utilize it further? But maybe they did get what they needed. That's true. But what was that? Uh, That's the question. Okay. Sweet. Well, we'll find out. Hopefully. Come February, February. Then there's the number two question. 
the monster. Isn't that the same thing as a smoke monster? Yeah. Okay. Okay. And then there's the numbers, obviously. Yeah, the numbers. numbers. What? I don't even know what numbers you're talking about. What numbers are these? I I, I don't know. What are they? 4, 8, 15, 16, 23, 42. I'm going to go play those in the lottery right now. 4, 8, 15, 16, 23, 42. Ooh, that's creepy. Stop it. You sound like a robot. I'm sorry. Or a nanobot or something. Nanite? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Oh, meow, meow, meow. Meow, 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 meow. All right. Okay, so we went through the 50. Once again, if you want to check those out for yourself and read more in detail, that's tinyurl.com. I turned it into a tiny URL. Slash W-E-M-V-5. This isn't what was supposed to happen. What's going to happen? You don't want to know what was supposed to happen. I know. Because you don't know what's going to happen. You know what? We're not going to find out. Don't you want to know? I do want to know. You do? Yes. Me too. What's coming up on Lost? First episode uh, is uh, going to be a Juliet-centric episode. <laughs> That's pretty much all we know about what's coming up. Yeah. Um, do you remember back... Oh, but you know what? They're showing little clips on YouTube of oh, what's coming up. yes. I guess th- during daybreak, yeah, they're showing... A l- like the little... Lost Moments that Cliff and Steph talked about. Correct, correct. And those are pretty neat. I like how they're. We're gonna find out we're more about little Desmond. Clips. And, yes, and Charlie's attacking Desmond. And you don't want to know what happened to me. That sound like Count. Well, we want to know. Let's Count come on, Chocula spill it. Or something. Yeah. That was really bad. <laughs> I was. Bad. I can't it's do okay. accents. That's why I'm not an actor. Well, then you shouldn't do accents. Okay, I won't. All right, it's a deal. Um, here's a question though. Shoot. Comic Con. They they unveiled the fact that there would be Mobisodes. One Mobisode. Per week of the hiatus. Hmm. We're currently on week three of the hiatus, aren't we? And I have yet to hear or see a Mobisode. Hmm. Do you know anything about that? A Mobisode? No. No, I I actually don't. Hmm. Are these only episodes that the mob could watch? They'd probably charge pretty big bucks to distribute after that. Mm -hmm. But uh, I'm I'm pretty much thinking that they're mobile phone episodes. Oh, I gotcha. Okay. Hmm. Mobile phone. Oh, Mobisodes. Yeah, I want to know what happened to those. So I, I, let's type into Google and see if we can find out what happened. Okay, this is exciting. This is the music that Kim needs for when she's looking up stuff on the internet. We love Google. We love Google. Google is good. Yeah, there's nothing really here that says that there's been anything released. Here, so, here's a USA Today article. Let's see what that is all about. That's from July. We're not going to find nothing. I'm telling you, the Mobisodes, they ain't happening. Oh, they need to happen. Yeah, oh, there's poor little sad Hurley. Look how sad that picture is. Yeah, yeah this makes for to... great radio. Look at everybody. See how sad Hurley looks? I think this is a picture after um, Libby was found dead. Oh. Because he looks like he's ready to cry. Yeah. It's very sad. Why, you know, do yeah. they have a best ensemble so Emmy? In a preview shown to more than 4,000 lost fans at Comic-Con... Hurley finds a video camera, which he uses to record events on the island. Plans are for 13 two-minute Mobisodes on Verizon this fall, but the early but the early going has been slow. Slow. Oh, so maybe they haven't been able to get it completely off the ground yet. No. No, they don't. It's very sad. No, they, they shouldn't can't. have promised us the 13-week Mobisodes then. Um, I wanted to bring up something pretty quick here. I'm sure we're going coming over. Up? Yeah. Well, I mean, not necessarily. No, not coming up. I wish I had some more you know, tidbits on what's coming up. Mm-hmm. Um, I just hope, I, I hope for some more, you know, information regarding Desmond's mm-hmm. backstory. But anyway, um, I was discovering, uncovering, 
um, some parallels between Watership Down, a book, um, and what's going on in Lost. Mm. Now, the, the 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 actual story from from this particular novel is from a rabbit's rabbit's perspective, and there have been a lot of you know rabbit references. And at one point, nice. yeah, and at one point, uh, even um, Sawyer himself is reading the book Watership Down, and Kate comes up to him and goes, well, "What you reading?" And then Sawyer goes, "It's about bunnies." So in this book, Watership Down, rabbits are trying to set up a new society. Um, and then they wind up doing battle. And uh, there was a disease facing the rabbits. So this group of others quarantined these other rabbits for safety precautions. And then there was this creation of fear because the others Ooh. tell the rabbits that no one is allowed in, in or out. And it essentially becomes a mind control game. And the others develop sort of a superiority complex and try to control the minority group of rabbits. And there's a lot of sort of xenophobic elements to the story um, where basically everyone fears everyone who is dissimilar from themselves, thus creating sort of violent tendencies. Ooh. Yeah. And, um, That's pretty neat, though, how well that parallels. Yeah, and there is even a character in the story, I believe, called the Black Rabbit. Mm. And it's the black rabbit basically is also sort of a rabbit grim reaper. And it's possible that, you know, the, the smoke monster is kind of a version of the grim reaper. That's pretty good. I like that. Yeah, it's kind of out there. But mm. I just noticed that. So is Lost. Yeah, very much so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very true. I don't think there's anything else I needed to say about that. But I just found that to be rather interesting. And the reason why I know about that is because um, one of the other podcasts I listened to called Film Spotting, they were reviewing the animated version of Watership Down. And mm. as they were talking about it, I was thinking, that sounds a little bit like Lost to me. So I was taking a little bit notes from their review of the movie, and I was like, hmm, I could see, I can draw some parallels there. So I found it to be interesting. And in oh, fact, you know, there's good. a lot of literary references on the show anyway, but, you know, the fact that rabbits have been, have keep, keep coming up on the show i found to be interesting it so very interesting that yes was, that was some good research on your part thanks i have no idea what i'm talking about but you know That's it's okay. just something i throw throw out there good idea this is a generally speaking podcast network update hit it kim all right and for the generally speaking podcast network we just want to tell you that Cliff and Stephanie actually have a few other podcasts. They will be coming back, believe it or not. Yes, yes. You won't You won't really have to hear us again unless they ask us to get them back. And, they, mm-hmm. Nobody will. No, nobody yeah, will want this. Okay. They but they do this. have four other podcasts. <gasps> they do? They've got the My Crazy oh Life my podcast. Tell yeah. me about this. I'm I would not... love to. Sweet. Excellent. My Crazy Life has... It's very crazy indeed. Like, kind of like three different versions of My Crazy Life. Mm-hmm. Cliff does his version of his crazy life. Stephanie does her own crazy life. and Then their kids? Then the kids do their own podcast? I haven't quite heard that yet, but mm. they've done them with Cliff before. Oh, that's sweet. And then Cliff and Stephanie both do their own little crazy life thing there. So Aww. it's all about the Ravenscraft crazy life. That's um, good to know. They also have an About the Church podcast. Cool. And, uh, pretty much it's about the church. And right now Cliff is doing a podcast series called Why I Hate the Church with Ooh. a lowercase c. So he doesn't hate church, but he hates the church with the lowercase c. Gotcha. So you guys should go over and check that out. Um, they also have a podcast called Net Junk, and it is a 
a podcast about technology that's available on the internet. And Cliff does this with one of his cohorts, uh, Robert Johnson. Oh. Very neat, very neat podcast. They've been doing a lot of the talk shoe live uh, podcasts. So because we neat. all know shoes can talk. Yes, yes, definitely. We get a little sinky at times, but um, then there's also musically challenged. And Cliff kind of goes on and he plays whatever music he finds and stumbles across. It's obviously pod safe. Uh, so yes. there's no copyright infringement there. And it's um, I, I have listened to that one, too, and it's very good. Sweet. The music is pretty good. Well, that's where you can discover some new tunes. Yeah. And if anybody wants to check out um, any of these other podcasts, uh, go to www.generallyspeakingpodcast.com. And this Weekly Lost podcast also has their very own message board or forum that you can get to by also going to that website. Awesome. Yeah, um, I'll be contributing a lot more there and via email or even voicemail myself. Definitely. And if, if you guys have any feedback on how we did with this episode today, we'd love to hear it. You can... Good or bad. Yeah, good or bad. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, you can go ahead and call into the Generally Speaking Podcast Network's new hotline. Their brand new, spanking brand new. new. Yes, and it is 859-795-1959. And that is, again, 859-795-1959. You can leave your voice feedback there. Let it ring about four times. Go ahead and leave your message. Or you can send your feedback via email to podcast at ravenscraft.org. And there's your third option of logging into the Generally Speaking forum. Shameless plug time. Really? Yeah, I have a website you can you go do? to. You do? Yeah, it's awesome. Tell me more. Be- because I'm a musician, and I like music, and I like to play music, and I like people who like music. It's mostly like of the indie rock genre, so if you guys are like into you know Wilco or Jeff Buckley or music of that ilk, I don't want to say it's emo because it's not, but it's emotionally... Driven music, I should say. Well, are we going to get to hear any of it? Oh, maybe you will if if you want. At the I would end. love to. <laughs> yeah, but go to my <laughs> website and you know, drop me a line, say hello. What's your if, web address? Um, it's www.jameseric.net, and that's Eric with a C. So J A M E S E R I C dot net. Correct. Fantastic. And I have to thank you very much, Kim, for helping with the initial design of that site. Oh, you're very welcome. And very happy also, to do that. yeah, referring me to others. Oh. The others. And since <laughs> we're on shameless plugs, I'm good things coming from the generally speaking lost form. Yay! And I've helped Cliff out with, you know, kind of the web design and logo design and graphics and whatnot. And uh, I will be having my own website up shortly. And I'm not going to give that out yet because it's not complete. So when that happens, I'll let Cliff know and he can tell you guys all about it. Yeah, and you can hire her for all your website needs because that's your forte. You're darn good at it. Websites, graphics, whatever. Yeah. Videos, podcasts, audio. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Or advice. That's all of our stuff. But um, I think that's about it for tonight. Uh, Is it? Okay. uh, This was a great experience. It was really fun for Cliff and Stephanie to to have us come in and do this. Sincere gratitude goes out to Cliff and Stephanie for letting us do this. Yes, and we're very happy to fill in and fill the void when you guys um, were taking a little bit of a a break from podcasting. Yes. Spend time with your family. I hope you guys had a happy Thanksgiving. Well, you guys take care and stay lost. Stay lost, everybody. Bye. Good night. Or good day. Or good afternoon. Whenever you listen. Bye.
Finally, finally.